Good evening. I am sitting again in my canoe room, and I have been thinking about this idea that what we have is less than Christ. Christ is always better, and what Christ offers is always better than what we're holding on to. And someone recently said to me that they felt like they had to get rid of everything they had formally believed or still believe that doesn't match up with the Bible before they can come to Christ. And I said, well, that's not true. Christ will remove what he doesn't want you to um, have in your life, false teachings or sin or superstition or anything that is not biblical. And so I started thinking today about what I would talk about. And in that, I was thinking also about probably 20 years ago, 25, when I lived in Nashville and was kayaking frequently on the Ocoee River, there was an incident where a gentleman fell out of a raft and drowned. And prior to the raft trip, all the rafters go to a safety course where they learn how to catch a rope. They're told, don't let go of the rope. Um, Hold on to it. You'll definitely be safe and secure. And this gentleman went through that course, just like every other rafter. And he fell out of the boat at a spot called Diamond Splinter, which is a fun, typically fun rapid. It You paddle from uh, river left to river right through some boogie water, which is basically rock, jumbly. Um, you just got to keep your eyes open for rocks in your way. And you paddle to an eddy on the river right side, and then you can look over your shoulder, peel out, and the diamond splinter rock is in the center of the river and it's it looks like a pointy triangle and it's quite tall and you just paddle right between that rock and the riverbank on the right side is one route the other route's another the other side of diamond splinter but this raft went through the way I just described and the gentleman fell out and he felt a rope and grabbed it And he did not let go. And they were waiting for him. They were trying to rescue him, but he didn't come up out of the water. Now, this place is fairly innocuous. It is calm. I mean, it's white water, but it's not a place where you would be really concerned about anyone getting uh, in trouble where they would drown. It flows out into a wave train, and then there's some big eddies where people stop and um, have lunch or um, collect their stuff if they had a yard sale. And um, they waited and waited, and the guy didn't come out. And when the... So the Ocoee River is dam-released, and when the water is not flowing in the riverbed, it literally is turned off by the TVA, which is the Tennessee Valley Authority, and they pump the water along a flume, which ends up at the top of the mountain ridges. The riverbed drops going down the mountain. And 
then at the bottom of the flume where it ends it flows down into a powerhouse and makes electricity so they dewater the Ocoee River for the most part when they're making power so at the end of the rafting day they turn off the dam and they put the water and divert it through the flume to the powerhouse well that's when they found the guy's body he had grabbed a rope and held on and that rope nobody knew was there it was actually stuck there from a previous rescue that someone didn't clear from the riverbed And my point in this story is that we can think we have something that's um, solid and awesome, but it only leads to death and destruction. So you can be holding on to what you believe about God or what you believe about another walk, maybe it's something you believe in evolution, and so you're following that path. And that path and any false religion would be holding on to this rope that's wedged underwater that you grab and you drown. And you hold on so tightly that you cannot have room to grab the rope that you actually want. And Christ is the rope you want. So you want to let go of the false teaching. You want to let go of the religious activity. You want to let go of your preconceived notions. And you want to grab onto Christ. Because Christ will fulfill every need you have. He will provide. He will guide. He will walk with you. He will walk before you. He is the God who goes before. He is... um, always better than what the world has to offer. So I want to encourage you um, to look up some verses. The verses that I I looked up for this may not um, be completely clear, but it's really pointing to Christ is better than what the world offers. And you can actually read Ephesians 1, the whole chapter. It's um, a beautiful section of scripture that explains exactly who he is and what he did and why he came. And these other verses are James 117, um, Jeremiah 2911, Psalm 145 verse 9. And these are just a beautiful idea of what is better. And I'm going to read one to you. It's Psalm 18. Um, I'll start at verse 1. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. So this is Psalm 18, verse 1, 2, 3. And I'm going to encourage you to read that. The other verses, again, I'm going to repeat them. James 1.17, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, Psalm 145, verse 9, and Psalm 145, verse 5 to 7. Um, and then, again, Ephesians chapter 1. And I want you to really think about, and this everybody has to consider this, Is what I have the best or is there something better? And if you don't have Christ, you have something that is 
inferior to what you could have. And I'm going to encourage you to let go of that death rope and grab the rope of life and come to Christ. And I just want to encourage you to call out him tonight as or whatever day you're listening to this. And um, something we all ha- all have to decide if we want something better than what we have without Christ. And I'll leave you with that. Have a good day. Thank you.